And we're live. Alrighty, welcome to Johnny Walker's Funtime Movie Podcast. I'm Johnny. And I'm Walker. Alrighty, we're going to get right into it with movie news today. Yep, before we uh, get into it though, I want to just say we are uh, changing the format just a little bit. Um, we're kind of splitting the movie news and our research projects into a separate episode. So every other week we'll have a movie news section. And then between those weeks, we'll have a researched uh, feature uh, feature film. <laughs> feature film. Feature, feature film for <laughs> your ears. Yeah, no, that's going to be more like uh, deep diving into like behind the scenes type stuff. Um, the real nitty gritty. Yes, the nitty and the gritty. Mm-hmm, and the, the grittiest and the nittiest. <laughs> the gritty nitties. <laughs> That's not, that gives me a really good idea for... Anyway. <laughs> so, All right. So, movie news here. Uh, we have... Do you want to start with this sure. one? Sure. Yeah. yeah. So, um, uh, the, they're making a sequel to uh, the Jumanji that came out last year. The Well, I guess two years ago now. The uh, Welcome to the Jungle with uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson. And they are adding Danny DeVito and Aquafina from uh, Crazy Rich Asians. And uh, that is going to be a really fun movie. I yeah, hope. I'm excited for that. I'm excited to see where they go with it, like um, in terms of how they redefine how they get sucked into the game. Right. Maybe um, it'll be an Xbox this time. Maybe. Or it, maybe it will be their phones. Maybe. Like a mobile that's a app. Good, that's a good that, idea. That's a killer app. That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would be really cool, actually. Because, yeah. I mean, this one was set, I don't remember. It's been a while since I've seen it. Yeah, it was the, set the in modern time. It started. Yeah. Like in like the, the 90s, 90s and with the, the guy Nick got Jonas's okay. character. I remember yeah. that. Yeah, and their phones. That'd be interesting. Or like an online role-playing game oh, of yeah. some kind. Yeah, MMO. That might be interesting. MMO. MMO. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm interested to see like um, who um, Danny DeVito and Aquafina are going to play. Like if they're going to play people that are in the game like like someone like a teenage girl gets sucked in and she becomes Danny DeVito that'd be I great. would love that I would love that <laughs> Danny DeVito being like a teenage girl that'd be hilarious oh man <laughs> will he come out of a couch naked again <laughs> I hope so I don't know yeah. <laughs> my, they're trying to make this a family film I guess <laughs> I can't imagine a naked Danny I mean you never Batman know Batman Returns was considered a family film and that had some really disturbing shots yeah, of Danny DeVito as the penguin <laughs> And he like bit a guy's yeah. nose in that movie. Oh man! Anyway, that nose. That <laughs> Speaking nose. of Batman, here's a good segue. So, Batman: The Long Halloween is getting a two-part animated movie. I am super excited for this, actually. Um, Me too. Because The Long Halloween is probably one of my favorite Batman comic books ever. I haven't actually read it. It's I know so of good. it. I just haven't read it's it. It's so good. The art's amazing. The story is so good, and it's. It's heartbreaking and emotional and frustrating, and it just leads you on this wild goose chase. And I won't spoil it for all of you. You should go out and read it because it is it is fantastic. Yeah, it's definitely on my list. I, I love um, all those animated DC movies. Like, I love The Killing Joke. That was a really good one. Um, yep. The Dark Knight Returns. I mean, that's a classic graphic novel. Yep. And, um, uh, and I thought the movie did a really good job with that. Definitely. And... And another thing about this uh, uh, long Halloween one is that it will be um, it will stand alone from the rest of like the animated DC universe. Okay. But it will be like one of their more higher production value. Okay. So they're putting a lot of money into this, yeah. and it's going to be some some good uh, yeah. voice actors involved. I'm sure. Definitely. Definitely. 
So, um, this one, I'm, I'm really excited about this next news story. I just found this out today. Um, my f- personal favorite filmmaker of all time, Ryan Johnson, who did The Last Jedi. He did Looper. Um, his first film was Brick, which is amazing. Um, he has a movie coming out November 27th. Um, it is described as a modern murder mystery in classic whodunit style. And the cast, I just have to read off some of this cast because it's amazing. Chris Evans, Daniel Craig, Michael Shannon, Jamie Lee Curtis, Tony Collette, Christopher Plummer, Lakeith Stanfield, Ricky Lindholm, Don Johnson, Ana de Armas, who was in Blade Runner 2049. Yep. Yep. And the and if you look at the list on IMDb, it just keeps going. It's crazy. And this seems like a, a fun little passion project that they just kind of threw together. Mm-hmm. Um, and Ryan Johnson, I mean, this kind of seems reminiscent of Brick a little bit. Like It the, does. It does. Like, Brick, like, that was such a old-school style movie, mm-hmm. but set in modern times. Yeah. That I feel like it would have a similar essence to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And coming off of The Last Jedi, I mean, Ryan Johnson is a filmmaker who really loves the craft and loves, you know, getting his hands dirty and, like, bare bones kind of storytelling. And so I was really excited to see what he did with a huge budget, like mm-hmm. The Last Jedi. And in yeah. my opinion, he didn't disappoint. No, he did not. And uh, coming off of that, he's got to be feeling like, I need to do something that's just simple, something that's, you know, like a good story and just using filmmaking to really just tell a simple amazing story and the cast <laughs> like yeah that cast is yeah. ridiculous <laughs> and what's what's great is like he is coming back to the star wars universe yeah but i think this allows him to take a step back and really think about it and mm-hmm. put it on the back burner and allow it yeah, to yeah, yeah. stew a little bit before he comes back because the when he goes back into the star wars universe disney gave him a blank slate yeah and An there's trilogy. there is a <laughs> lot he could do with that, you yeah. know. There's there, I'm, there's a lot of Star Wars out there, and I there's know, right? you know an entire galaxy worth of stories. And exactly, it's the most you know, it's the thickest universe mm-hmm. I think that we we have in our modern storytelling. Yeah, and I feel like with other the other movies that he's done, mm-hmm. I feel like it's not going to be on such a macro scale as the rest of the Star Wars universe yeah. as much more more tightened, maybe more confined a bit. Yeah, I think so. And I think that was um, a lot of the, the downfalls of The Last Jedi that some people saw. I, I Honestly, I can see what they're saying. Like, he tried to do too much mm-hmm. <laughs> with one movie. And that and they I think they said the before they cut it down to the theatrical version, I think it was around three and a half hours long. I'd still watch Almost it. Almost four hours long. So, I would yeah, still watch I would that. too. Like, yeah. And I feel like there's a lot of little details here and there that, you know, got cut off that probably would have left folks feeling a little bit more satisfied. Mm-hmm. But uh, anyway. Yeah. But no. I could talk about Ryan Johnson for like three hours. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's, he's such a good act, or director, and, you know, he's just really getting started. He's yeah. still fairly young. Yep. Got yep. a lot of years nice ahead of him. Nice guy, too. He's talked to me on Twitter before. Oh, really? Like, like, I was, I just randomly tweeted him and asked him if he's ever written any plays because I was considering taking a playwriting class. Mm. And then we just bounced back and forth and talked about playwriting. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, and that was, that's that really was cool. like, back in the day. That was before he got Star Wars. Mm. But now he's, now he's, he's too famous. big for us oh, friends. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Probably, he'd probably respond. He'd no, probably respond to he, I mean, he, he probably does because, like, he took in a lot of fan yeah. input from for The Last Jedi. Yeah. Yeah, he... So. Yeah, he's a good guy. Yeah, definitely. So, speaking of Disney. Yes, speaking of Disney, um, uh, Disney shattered the records. Uh, again. Again. <laughs> um, they had 
just over $3 billion in U.S. box office sales last year. Um, I mean, they had a lot of big movies coming out, especially with just Marvel and Star Wars alone. Yeah. They're just killing it. Yeah, and they had like A Wrinkle in Time and yeah. Mary Poppins Returns and stuff like that, like family films that are still big budget, you know, still raking in the dough and like mm-hmm. animated stuff like Incredibles 2 and uh, yeah. Rocket Ralph. And, like, yeah, yeah, they're they're just, as much as I dislike Disney as a company, Yeah, <laughs> they know what they're doing to yeah. make good films for the most part. Yeah, Disney has always been that company that's like, you know they're the empire, mm-hmm. but you love everything they do. Yeah. I mean, every all the content they put out anyway. Mm-hmm. You don't like their business practices and all that stuff. But business practice, that's the Death Star. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and that's the thing. Maybe it's necessary. Maybe, and that's something that The Last Jedi kind of touched on too, was like maybe the people behind the empire and the rebels, they're the same people. They're mm-hmm. just... You know, the back and forth. Maybe yeah. you need to be the Empire to create all this magical True. <laughs> magical content. Though, though, I would love to see um, just some new companies coming out of the woodwork and mm-hmm. being major studios and competing and not allowing themselves to be bought out by the bigger companies. Because yeah. yeah. that, I feel like with the way the economy has been for a while, that the bigger companies eat the smaller companies yep. because the smaller companies just want the paycheck. Yeah, yeah. Um, I know Netflix refused to be bought, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I don't I don't know too much about who yeah. is actually pulling the strings behind Netflix, yeah. but yeah. I know companies like, uh, like Focus Features, they got bought out by um, Universal. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, Focus Features, they still put out a lot of really great stuff, but I just personally like their older stuff more, like Lost in Translation, Eternal Sunshine, stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and Focus Features, I think, is more about... You know, there's companies like A24 as well, who's more about the filmmaker mm-hmm. um, and about the art of the film than, than stuff yeah. like that. But And I think it's possible, like, like Focus Features, they still put out good stuff and all that. So it's not, you know, it's not a terrible thing to be bought out. But. No, it's it's not. And a lot, of, a lot of companies do, like, they make their own production, but they're financed and distributed, distributed by the bigger companies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's... That's where they get you, is the yep. distribution. Yep, yep, yep. You know? Yeah, so um, another little Star Wars note here. This is kind of old news. I mean, it, it was news, you know, earlier in the year, but we didn't have a podcast then. So That's true. Um, I just also, wanted to talk about the uh, Star Wars cast editions. Yeah, um, definitely. Stuff that people that were added on to Star Wars Episode Nine, um, Richard E. Grant, who was most recently in Can You Ever Forgive Me?, uh, mm. He is someone who always creeps me out, so I kind of hope he plays a villain because he's just got that villain face. Yeah. Um, and then Carrie Russell, who you might know from being Felicity on TV. Yeah. Um, and she's also in The Americans. She was added. Uh, Matt Smith, the Eleventh Doctor. <laughs> yeah. I'm really stoked about that. That, that's, I love that, that is Smith. an interesting uh, addition, Matt Smith. Yeah. I hope. I really hope he's a Jedi. Like that. I know that's like. I, wishful or, thinking. I don't know if he would be a Jedi necessarily. I can imagine him being like a military person. Or that, or a Knight of Ren. Yeah, that if would that's, be sweet. I really would, hope they touch yeah. on the Knights of Ren. And I, I yeah, really hope I do. really do too. <laughs> like then, I feel like him and this next guy you're about to say yeah, are going to yeah, yeah. be related in there. Yeah, yeah. I think whatever so. they're doing. Uh, Dominic Monaghan, uh, who people Mary. know from Lost and Lord of the Rings. Yes, I was just as stoked about him as about Matt Smith because mm-hmm. he. 
I mean, he's a fanboy himself, mm-hmm. I think. And, and anytime you uh, give a fanboy, you know, the reins or like put a fanboy in the cast, like it's gonna there, it's gonna be a passion project no matter what. Definitely. So with him and his chops, I'm really stoked. I hope he plays someone evil. I really do. <laughs> like yeah. that would be really cool. Or, or even like a double agent or something yeah, like that. Something like that. Yeah, that would yep. be really really cool. And then with all the other cast returning, uh, Benicio del Toro's returning. Oh, I didn't know that. Yep, everyone's returning. So that's awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. I'm really excited for that. Yeah, definitely. And I'm just a little more about the Star Wars. JJ uh, or not JJ Watt? Wow, that's that's football. <laughs> J.J. Abrams, <laughs> <laughs> he uh, uh, he's still being as tight-lipped as he was with um, the uh, the Force Awakens. Yeah. However, we do know this is going to be taking place about a year after the Last Jedi. Okay, um, and some people are speculating about the title that it was something said by Luke in the previous film. Okay. Um, some of some of the notable ones I remember, um, like the Rebellion Reborn. Okay. Or um, the the Order of Ren or New Order. New Order. You know, New Jedi Order. That okay. would be kind of fun to bring New back. New Jedi Order. You know, but I don't think I don't think they would do Jedi because of how they treated. They said, yeah, the Jedi were wrong, so mm-hmm. if they do bring back a force, a light side force order, it wouldn't be the Jedi. Okay. Interesting. Yeah, I haven't read anything about like what the speculative titles might be, but I was just thinking around now is when they would probably release a title, yeah, probably maybe a teaser. Um, may, they might wait till spring, though. With, yeah. uh, or maybe, maybe Captain Marvel, yeah. something like that. Um, throw it before that, but I don't know. Yeah, definitely. So, moving on. Is that what that sound means? Yes. <laughs> That's <laughs> my computer saying, stop it. <laughs> so, uh, we're going to go into the in-development segment yep. of our movie news episode. And this starts off with um, the Venom sequel um, with original writer Kelly Marcel returning to write. Um, I... You know, I have mixed feelings about Venom, so I'm, but I am excited for them to keep going. I think, I think there's a lot of potential with those characters, and with, especially with Woody Harrelson. Yeah. Um, spoilers for if you haven't seen Venom, there's a post-credit scene with Woody Harrelson as Carnage. Yeah. That's not that big of a there's spoiler. There's gonna be Carnage. Yeah, it's pretty cheesy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it it is cheesy, and the wig just makes it even cheesier. Yep. Yeah. It, if you haven't like seen a it, it and clown it's, yeah, it's like overgrown. totally, totally <laughs> fake wig. Yeah. I mean, all wigs are fake. Yes. Well, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Unless they're like horse hair or just, yeah. you know. I mean, those... it could be real hair. It's yeah. just not his hair. Obviously. Yeah. Very obviously not Woody Harrelson's hair. Yeah. And it could have been because we're used to seeing Woody Harrelson as bald, but that, I don't know, yeah, that wig, that's it, true. it did look pretty cheesy. That's but... true. Maybe, maybe they'll do hair implants for him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think they should just like early on just shave his head. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Solve yeah, that but problem. The little scene right is like as a punishment, he gets his hair shaved. Yeah. <laughs> That's like the first thing he does when he gets out. Or, or the uh, the the carnage uh, symbiote like gets over him. Is like, what is this? And it's actually a wig in the <laughs> there too. That'd be hilarious. Yeah. Do we know? I mean, I haven't read much about um, the Venom sequel happening, so I don't it's, know what directors. Sony hasn't said anything really about it. Okay. Um, the, the article I read was an exclusive 
and it basically was just saying they're making it and this person is writing it. Okay. And that's really all we know at okay. this point. Uh, we will keep you guys updated on that movie. I know yeah, yeah. a lot of people did enjoy the film or at least mm-hmm. enjoyed it enough to warrant a sequel. Yeah, yeah. And it, it did pretty well. Uh, yeah. 855 million, uh, I think, worldwide. Okay. That's Which, pretty good for a Sony, um, a, a Sony movie without Spider-Man even in it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's that's saying something. Yeah, so I think I think a lot of it also came in. You know, I don't think a lot of people saw it initially, but word yeah. of mouth kind of uh, helped it quite a bit. Yeah, 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 definitely. And and I I mean, even though I didn't enjoy it as much as I wanted to, I just think there's a lot going for it. I mean, the cast, like, some of the casting choices I didn't agree with, but Tom Hardy and Michelle Williams are fantastic, yeah. as always. And the action is amazing in it. Yeah, it was. <laughs> like, it was. The tongue-in-cheek uh, sort of dialogue with Venom I thought was really cool. Definitely. I, I didn't think I would like that. Like, when I first saw the first trailer, it was like, we are Venom, and I was like, oh, gosh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, it's going to be a back and forth. <laughs> like, why? But then, you know... Like it was pretty good. I thought yeah. they did pretty good with that. Um, the only problems I had with it were like just character development and like it was stuff that I think was probably created. Like the problems happened in the editing room more than anything else. Like that, and, it, and that's studio pressure. That's yeah. Sony's notorious for meddling too much yeah. in their superhero films. Yeah. So I think if there's a director's cut somewhere, maybe that'd I would be like interesting. That or even more. not even a director's cut. Like I feel like. Some of it, because the Kelly uh, Marcel the, wasn't the only writer. Yeah, there were three writers, and I feel like you know bringing it down to one person, doing it less on committee. Yeah, than more, and that and that you know that can be good and bad. Yeah, you yeah. know if it's just one person writing it, then it can be really good, mm-hmm. or it can suck really bad because yeah. you have no no way to really bounce things off and yeah sometimes you need the collaboration Um, it depends on the story um like last jedi was written just ryan johnson Mm. but ryan johnson kind of he's a genius yeah yeah um but (laughs) not saying kelly marcel is not a talented writer um i haven't really looked into what else she's done but um there were some really good elements to venom i thought and i think going forward especially playing with carnage like a carnage versus venom movie i want that i've wanted that since i was a little kid you know like even if it's um, cheesy and like the acting is not great or the writing you know is lacking i will still enjoy it because yeah. of what it is yeah and i think fans i think what fans responded to most was the earnest goofiness mm-hmm. between tom hardy and venom yeah because he's kind of that way in the comics and yeah 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 it, you know, totally shifting it from like a horror movie that was it was, mm-hmm. it was supposed to be an R-rated horror. Yeah, and super. I think honestly it should have been R-rated. Like Venom is a character that needs yeah. an R rating. I, it could have been yeah, R-rated, Deadpool. but I feel like keeping it in a similar tone and not going straight down the horror path. Yeah, and keeping it lighter and like more dark humor and mm-hmm. campiness. Yeah, yeah than yeah. than straight up dark gritty. Zack Snyder, yeah. Batman v Superman. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah, that's and that's, I think, something that maybe that influenced Venom a little bit is because, you know, Batman versus Superman was too dark. It was just mm-hmm. like, it was almost like grayscale. <laughs> like, they should have... Your mom's named Martha, too? Yeah, no, it was... 
are we best friends it now? It needed some whimsical yeah. humor here yeah. and there. Like, and I think maybe Venom kind of took a cue from that and was like, hey, this is what we could do better, you know? Yeah. And they did, they did yeah. it much better than Batman versus Superman. Yeah, that I movie. I must say. That movie was... Eh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we should, we yeah. could, and maybe should do an entire episode on why that movie was made. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That'll that'll be a research one. Yeah, because no. then we'll have to watch it several times, which will be torture. I have a feeling it's just going to be a, a letter to Zack Snyder on how I could have done it better. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> dear Zack Snyder, I'm so much better than you. <laughs> Stay away from comic books. Please. Yeah. <laughs> You're a great director, yeah. just not here. Yeah, not here. Yeah, go away. Go do your thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want him to do more, like, horror stuff. Like, he was pretty good with, like, um, I forget which of the dead movies he did, but it was the one where they were in the mall. Um, Came out in, like, 2004, I want to say. Oh, uh, the remake of uh, Dawn of the Dead. Yeah, that yeah. was that was him, and that was good. Yeah. I thought that was really good. And I love 300, obviously. Yeah, 300 was a fun movie. Anyway. Um, yeah, so moving on to the next uh, one. This is kind of fun. So, um there was a sequel to Space Jam in development in the early 2000s um, after Michael Jordan passed on making a Space Jam 2 about basketball, um, which that sequel ended up turning into Looney Tunes back in action. Mm. Um, but also in there, uh, they were thinking about making a Tony Hawk starring um, Space Jam movie called Skate Jam. Which I would, I want to happen still. I, 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 yeah, for real. <laughs> yeah. Like, I would love that. We should do a letter writing campaign mm-hmm. to Tony Hawk and, and, and like, like bring in happen. like the soundtracks and like the pro skater video yes. games. Yes, because those were like the greatest soundtracks. Like a live action Tony Hawk's pro skater with the Looney Tunes inside. Oh my gosh, that's I would love that. That would be the, same, be the like, greatest that skate thing. Punk music. Like, yes. Superman, yes. like the theme song would be Superman by uh, by Goldfinger. Goldfinger. Yes. Yep. Oh my gosh, <laughs> that would be too perfect. It would. And like, like even if they did it in modern times, because like skating isn't as big as it was. No. And that and, would but be it's still even, everywhere. It's just not yeah. as hype as it was. Yeah. Yeah, it's not a scene, you know. Yeah, it's not yeah. a scene. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Those scene kids have moved on. Yeah. <laughs> They're over that. They're yeah. into their memes now. Yeah, memes and their <laughs> big chungus. <laughs> so, yeah, a Tony Hawk skate jam movie. I really, I wish that had happened. That yeah. is a, that's a very fun fact mm-hmm. because, like, that, man. And you just told me about this today. Like, yeah. I hadn't yeah. heard about this before now. <laughs> I, I just found out about it today, too. And, you know, it, it was canceled due to the fact of how bad looney tunes back in action was okay i never saw that movie i, I think i saw it but i don't remember it so okay. i guess it was i loved space jam space like, jam, space jam was, was one of, my... one of was... i had a space jam plate and bowl set yeah i, had, I was I so had tons cool of merch i had you know when he like pulls out that water bottle and he's like, yeah mike secret mike stuff secret stuff yeah. i had a thing like that but it was like weird powdered sugar candy <laughs> and it was literally like you just squeeze like powdered sugar out of this. It was like a pixie huh. stick, but a water bottle form. Huh. And it tasted terrible. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like it would taste terrible. <laughs> but it sounds amazing as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, another in development story that we discovered today uh, Tom Hardy is in development uh, to play Al Capone hmm. um, on a movie called Fonzo, which is going to be written and directed by Josh Trank, who did um, the horrible Fantastic Four reboot and he did chronicle um fantastic four that 
had a lot of potential, and I always I always come to his defense whenever I talk about that adaptation because the studio stepped in and just mutilated everything. Like yeah. Fox just came in and was like, no, this is wrong, this is wrong, we don't want to give you your vision. It's like, why would you hire a visionary filmmaker if you're going to just crush his vision left and right? Mm. It doesn't make any sense. Anyway, because yeah. Chronicle was fantastic. Yeah, I don't know you if know you what? saw that. That was amazing. I didn't, and I heard about it, yeah. but... Now that I'm thinking about it, I think that's why Disney does so well nowadays. I feel mm-hmm. like they're allowing a little more creative freedom yep. from their directors. Um, and stu- the other studios like Sony and Fox, because they're trying to replicate, you know, like the Marvel Cinematic Universe, that they're trying to just step in at all bounds. And really the Cinematic Universe was the brainchild of... You know, Kevin Feige mm-hmm. and all the people at Marvel and people who love the characters and wanted to give the characters something yeah, yeah, and not yeah. just like, hey, I want to I have this business plan yeah. to make movies and exactly. make a ton of money. No, it was like, hey, let's try something that's never been done before Yeah, and just do it out of love and passion. Yeah, and it's like a never-ending like cash fountain because it's got yeah. so much source material. Yeah. Rich source material that's mm-hmm. like really like it's literature. Like it's yeah. really really well-written yeah. literature. There's there's a there's a shit ton of comic books and out like, there. And like when Josh Trank took Fantastic 4, like they saw Chronicle and then they were like, "Hey, he would be really good for like this down-to-earth gritty sort of take on Fantastic 4." And then they were like but here's what we want to happen. And they gave him all these things, like, you need this to be in it, this needs to be in it, and it just totally perverted the characters. Mm-hmm. And it was like watching, like, the actors just be themselves. <laughs> like, yeah. and at the end of the day, that's all they could do because it was just, they were being pulled in so many different directions. Mm-hmm. But uh, I think Josh Trank, you know, he did a lot with very little on Chronicle. Um, and I think a story about Al Capone is something that I want to see from him because something, you know, stepping away from like superhero, um, that whole sci-fi action genre and sort of stepping into something more dramatic and that can be more about the characters. Mm-hmm. Um, cause I think Josh Trank has a lot of talent and a lot of potential as a filmmaker. So, and with Tom Hardy playing Al Capone, like, you know, almost any filmmaker could have that movie and it would probably be a good movie. Yeah. It seems like there's gonna there's a lot of true crime films coming out in the next couple of years. Yeah, yeah, and, and with that Tarantino movie too coming out. Yeah, um, about Tarantino, the, the the uh, Ted Bundy movie. Yeah, and um, I think I think that's what a lot of people want to see these days. I mean, like crime drama TV shows; those have been a thing for yeah. <laughs> decades. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. But yeah. Uh, like shows like um, what was it? True Detective, like mm-hmm. with that being successful and. Um, um, what's that one show that um, Amy Adams was in? Sharp Objects. Yeah. That one was pretty well, successful, too. And also, like, just in podcasts in general, like, what Serial was able to do. Um, what uh, one of my favorite podcasts, the last podcast on the left, you know, they're a comedy murder podcast. Okay. Um, and there's another one, my favorite murder, mm. um, that actually is more popular than the yeah. last podcast. And... You know, there's a lot of true crime love right now in mm. the country. Okay. And I think that part of that is just due to the time we're in. Yeah. And what what what's people are more interested in what's going on in the like the wrong things in the world and yeah, knowing yeah. about it. 
Yeah, like being woke to things and like, yeah, and and also like people have always been pretty fascinated with how a human being can snap and do something crazy like yeah. that. And it's like one of those things. Um, one of my favorite shows, Mad Men. I was watching the other day, and there's this scene where a photographer that's friends with one of the writers comes up, and she has pictures of these um, gruesome nurse murders in Chicago, and everyone's looking at them with this like viewfinder, and they're like, oh my gosh, and they're like horrified, and they're like, oh, this is gross, but I can't stop looking, mm-hmm. and that, you know, there's something really deep in our psyche that um, that attaches to that, like um, um, Making a Murderer, I think yeah. was the, that yeah, show on Netflix, one. like that, that's really, really popular, mm-hmm. and I think a lot of it has to do with, we live in the binge age, you know, yeah. we live in the age of people watching things back to back, and being glued to their TV and they need something to pull them in and like twist things and like, like touch on that little darkness inside right. them. So yeah, that, that the Al Capone and, and Al Capone, it's a character that's been done over and over and over and yeah. over. Um, so this could be a fresh take on that. Maybe you want to know a fun fact about Al Capone. Yes. Fun fact. Oh, this is, this is a very, <laughs> very, uh, micro, Fun fact. Micro fun. Even better. Um, that's personal, actually. Okay. Um, when I was living in Pawpaw, which is a small town uh, down about 20 minutes from Kalamazoo, mm-hmm. um, there was a man in the church congregation that I went to whose uncle was Al Capone. Oh. Interesting. Yeah. So that's like two degrees away. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, he was, like, you know... Told a couple stories, you know, when Uncle Al came over that yeah, he yeah. was told not to come out. And not to, <laughs> like, when he came over with his work buddies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? So it's, it's like... That's crazy. It's like a weird bit of history that, like, I feel, mm. like, almost akin to. Because, like, I know someone related to all this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's you crazy. Know? And I know, like, like um, Southwest Michigan, there were a lot of little towns there where... You know, like people from Chicago, they would hide out there, mm-hmm. or they had like family and stuff, and they yep. could like hide out with family that lived there, or mistresses and a yep, family mistresses. with the mistresses, <laughs> second family. You know, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Goodness. Yeah. So, uh, moving right along here. Uh, speaking of crazy things, uh, there is a Josh Brolin project in the works right now. Um, it is called the Josh Brolin Project, and I think they might just stick with that because it is about Josh Brolin leaving Hollywood, having an ayahuasca trip, and becoming a self-help guru, and it's starring Josh Brolin as Josh Brolin. Yeah. I'm pretty stoked for this. It sounds really <laughs> cool and meta, and like, yeah, like that's like a super original idea. Oh, yeah. It's like, oh, yeah. And it's like Josh Brolin playing off of being Josh Brolin, mm-hmm. you know? He's huge right now. He's, oh, yeah. He's Thanos right now. And, like, and he's Cable. And he's Cable, and, you know, and he was already Josh Brolin mm-hmm. before that, so. <laughs> yeah. You know what would be funny? Speaking of Josh Brolin, because yeah. um, with, with the Disney-Fox merger, you know, I'm sure they're going to bring in Deadpool at some point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If he ever sees, like, Thanos. Yeah, I'm which excited Thanos for how and Cable that. are the same same <laughs> actor, like, that would be I so really great to, to have two Josh Brolin characters yeah. in the same movie, just completely unrelated. Yep. And, it, man, that the meta levels there. That's what I love Purple about cable. Deadpool is, like, how he breaks the fourth wall. Like, that's mm-hmm. that's what's fun about that character is, like, not just that he's breaking the fourth wall. It's how he does it continually. Right. And it's, yeah. like, it's continually more creative and hilarious. And this sounds like it's right up that alley. Um, I really hope they play around with, him being in the Marvel universe and stuff yeah. like that, and I really hope that they're 
plenty of cameos in this. Oh, I'm I, sure you would think because be. there was like that movie a long time ago. I never saw it, but it was like Polly Shore is dead, and it was about Polly Shore being dead. And I don't remember <laughs> literally. <laughs> what? I don't remember anything else about it, but there were tons of other like famous people in it. Okay. So I'm hoping this is just like a star-studded, just inside joke that we get to be a part of. That would be amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Oh. We love JGL we around here. We do love JGL. Joseph Gordon-Lovett. He's one of my favorite actors, if not my favorite. Um, him and Ryan Gosling, I think, could duke it out for my favorite. Uh, <laughs> so I'd uh, actually like to see that. Yeah. It's like, hey, this this guy, uh, John, he can't decide which one of us he likes more, so we have to fight. Yeah, yeah. But <laughs> like Shirtless. <laughs> and every now and then they need to In stop. In the mud. And, and like... Say hey, girl. <laughs> yeah, hey, girl. <laughs> anyway, so uh, JGL is uh, he he directed a movie a few years ago called Don John, and that was his directorial debut. And he has another movie in the works. It's called Wingmen. It is an R-rated musical comedy about two pilots, starring himself and Channing Tatum. So I'm all on board for that. Mm-hmm. That I mean, JGL in a musical. That like yeah. that's all I need, but the fact that he's writing, <laughs> directing, and with Channing Tatum, and it's R-rated, yeah, <laughs> it's gonna be. Uh, like, you don't see a lot of R-rated musicals. No, no, no. And this one's being um, written with Michael Bacall, who did Scott Pilgrim versus oh, the my World goodness. and Twenty One and Twenty Two so Jump Street. This is gonna be so good. Yeah, it's gonna be fan freaking. <laughs> Do we know anything else about the plot or just no? Just it's that just it's about, about the misadventures of two pilots. Okay. That and it's called Wingman. <clears throat> I'm assuming they're gonna be like you know buddy Pilot buddy. Jokes. Trying to pick up girls, yeah, that kind of stuff. I can see that. Yeah, so very much like Top Gun the musical is how I imagine it. <laughs> Rated our Top Gun musical. I yeah, love it. I'm on board. Mm-hmm. And then another uh, musical that JGL is going to be starring in. He's not making this one, but he's starring in uh, the Fraggle Rock adaptation. He's the only one cast so far, and he's. I think he's a producer as well. Okay. I think he's really trying to make this happen because he loved Fraggle Rock growing up, right. and he loves musicals. Yeah. Um, and he's a very musical person, and he's very talented. I don't know if you've yeah. uh, paid attention to his like hit record stuff. I have um, not. Hit record is like this this uh, company. It's it's like a website where you can go and you can contribute any sort of art form, and with the intention that someone else can take it and do whatever they want with it. Like you hmm. post a short story, someone can take that and animate it. And then oh, someone wow. else can bring in music. So it's kind of like a, it's a Creative Commons yeah. kind of a deal. It's like a very collaborative. Everything is collaborative, and everything cool. they release is all collaborative. That's really cool. Like that. So, yeah. And he, I've seen through that um, platform, he's done a lot of musical things. I've seen him play like drums and stuff like that. He's really ridiculously talented. Well, that's awesome. Okay, so to cap off our uh, movie news episode, the Golden Globes were the other night, so we're going to talk bow, about bow, those bow, a little bit. Bow, Golden Globes! <laughs> World star! <laughs> so. <laughs> anyway. So, I'm sure uh, that they had that music. They enough. did. There yeah. was a lot of that. Yeah. And, yeah, Andy Samberg and Chandra, Sandra O. Oh. Uh, hosted and they were hilarious. Yeah. When Sandra O won, she like kept her award with her. Oh really? And she was like, I don't know what's <laughs> happening right now. <laughs> and she kept like calling out to her parents and they were adorable. And That's it was, great. It was great. It was a it yeah. was a good show. Um, there was a really funny moment um, with Christian Bale. He won for uh, playing Dick Cheney in Vice, which I was very happy about because I thought he really deserved that. Um, he he thanked Satan for inspiration in playing Dick Cheney. 
which is totally fitting. Thank you, Satan, for making me evil. And if you haven't seen Vice yet, go see Vice because you will completely understand what he's talking about. If you don't know about Dick Cheney's political career. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) he is is a monster. Yes, yes. And uh, the the, uh, uh, Church of Satan actually tweeted back at Christian Bale. Um, I'm paraphrasing this, obviously, but they basically said, you know, Satan is uh, all about individuality and uh, your own creative work. So that was all you, dog. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. That's so funny. I, thanks, I, Satan. There was, that could be the new... Think, thanks, Obama. Thanks, Obama. Thank, thanks, thanks, Satan. It's <laughs> <laughs> actually really funny. I don't know if you've ever like looked into the Church of Satan. It's so hilarious. They're like, funny. Their Twitter is great. It's really funny. Yeah. Like, and it's... It, all it, like, a lot of people are like, oh, devil worship, blah, blah, blah. Like, it's really not about like demonic anything. It's just no. about anti-religion. That's yeah, all it is. It's just a bunch of atheists having fun. Yeah, pretty much. Christians. <laughs> it's, it's pretty much just a it's lot of... people trolling. I was going to say, it's an entire yeah. community of trolls. <laughs> Thanks, Satan. It's like it's like <laughs> trolls for our, our collective society. Mm-hmm. Which is great. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So, the Golden Globes. Um, there was a really nice moment where Carol Burnett was given a new award um, that is named after her. It's the Carol Burnett Award. Um, and it was really funny because it's an honorary award, obviously. They give it to someone new every year, um, but they gave it to her first. And uh, there was this really funny moment where Steve Carell, Steve Carell was um, presenting it to her, and it was funny. He was like, and the nominees are, and then they like actually showed people in the audience. <laughs> can't remember all the people they showed, but it was like big names. Um, and they were like, and then they showed Carol Burnett, and she had her fingers crossed, and, and obviously she won the award because it's her award, but... Um, yeah, and she was like, does this mean I get to get it every year? <laughs> <laughs> Carol Burnett is so funny. I love Carol Burnett. I remember growing up watching, my favorite scene I ever watched from that show mm. was, it was more about T- Tim Conway, Okay, but it was the Siamese elephants scene okay. where uh, Tim Con- Conway is like, He's like, yeah, I knew about these Siamese animals. They were, like, connected at the trunk, and there was, like, a little monkey that would cross, and, like, everyone else was dying laughing, and it was the greatest, greatest thing I'd seen in a little... <laughs> it was my favorite YouTube video. I'd watch that and show yeah. that to friends. It's like, hey, check out this Carol Burnett clip. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, I don't have many friends that say that to me. (laughs) I think I was the only one in my group of friends ever. Oh goodness, that's so funny. Yeah, she's she's great, and we owe so much to her. Oh, we really do. Like, honestly, just it's crazy if you like trace back the roots of everyone who was influenced by her. You know, Mm -hmm. like we just wouldn't have any you know any of the female comedians we have now or any of the comedians in general mm-hmm. you know like a gender be damned but um yeah like uh the tv show that she was on um what was the one where there was like an old lady who was always busting her balls i don't, I don't know they showed that. they showed like a clip i love on these award shows when they show like clips of you know their career and they do like a little montage of different stuff they did and um, just being reminded of everything she did, like outside of the Carol Burnett show mm-hmm. that you you know you don't even really think about. But oh yeah, 
Um, yeah, I need to do a, a deep dive into her career because I haven't. That could be that could be a whole episode. Yeah, it could be. Yeah, maybe we will we might have to change the name from the Johnny Walker <laughs> Funtime Movie Podcast to the Johnny Walker Funtime Movie and Television Podcast. Maybe we might because like I was going through the like the Golden Globe winners and stuff, and I was like, man, there's a lot of noteworthy stuff that went mm-hmm. on TV as well that we would have yeah. to talk about. But maybe in the future we can do like a, a whole separate. TV series episode or something like that. but That'd be fun. So, also, there was another little funny bit that they did um, with Jim Carrey. He was nominated this year for his TV show Kidding, which I think is on Showtime, um, which I haven't watched yet. I've heard it's really good. Um, It's kind of like this, um, he's like a Mr. Rogers type character, Mm -hmm. um, but it's all about, like, his real life, like, behind the scenes, Hmm. like, like, what he's really like. Um, But he was nominated for that, and he was sitting in the film actor section, and they stopped the show, and Andy Samberg made him go back to the television actor section. <laughs> and he was just like, what? Really? And then he like picked up his food, and he's like, I'll take my food with me, because wouldn't want any of my DNA to be left in the film actor section. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it was, so great. it was this great little bit. And uh, I don't think he ended up winning. <laughs> but, no. I, <laughs> but it was, I don't remember seeing him winning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then um, there was another really great moment where um, Jeff Bridges was awarded this the Cecil B. DeMille Award. And I love, like I said, I love moments where they do little montages of someone's career. And it always hits me right in the feels. Mm-hmm. And with Jeff Bridges, I mean, I love Jeff Bridges. Yeah. So, like, his career, he had, he's had quite a career. And his speech was great. A lot of people, some people are reacting to it, like, saying, like, like, it was confusing and weird, but I really liked it. He was talking about um, these things on a boat that, like, it's this small little piece that controls the entire rudder mm-hmm. because, like, you, you know, you steer it, and it's like without that little tiny piece, you wouldn't be able to turn this big ship. And he was talking about how every single one of us is one of those. You know, we have the power to turn the ship. We have the power hmm. to, you know, to really live. And he was talking about, like, you're tagged. Like, someone tagged me, and I was it. So I just did it, you know, right. <laughs> like, like we all have that power, you know, he's like, I'm tagging all of you and stuff hmm. like that. So I thought That's it was a really, really cool. inspirational speech. That's really cool. Yeah. 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 And it could have, it could have gone anywhere with Jeff Bridges. You mm-hmm. know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm surprised he didn't say, you know, that really tied the, the, the room together, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I forget who introduced him. Um, but they were talking about the dude a lot yeah, and how influential he was as the dude. And I mean, he's influential in so many roles. Like Tron really was is. a really great movie. I mean, that was the first movie I think I saw of, of, uh, Jeff Bridges yeah. as a kid. And I loved okay. that movie as a kid yeah, growing up. And every time I saw, like, I think I saw him in Tron and then I saw him mm-hmm. in Iron Man. I'm like, Hey, that's the yeah. guy from Tron, <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yep. And it's like. It's yeah, like great that's kind of where I knew him for a while, and okay. now now I think of him as the dude yeah, because that's, I think that's, that's his probably I, most iconic role. There was another one though in the '90s. I can't remember what it was, but that one stood out to me as well. Yeah. Um, and then what did he do? Oh, True Grit. That was yeah. one that like yeah he did. I loved True Grit. That was yeah. so good. He was, he and him was very in good. True Grit was really great. Anything yeah. he does is good, honestly. But really, like him as Obadiah, like I was kind of like later on like as the marvel universe progressed i was kind of sad that that character died mm-hmm. i was like i want you know jeff bridges to come back and yeah. into this universe but it'd be cool yeah 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 it'd maybe, be cool maybe they'll some, find a way do yeah, some cameo yeah i was going to say like cuz especially with like the um you know the snap yeah. <laughs> at the end of infinity you know, war with bringing people back you never know yeah they could do that that'd, that'd be, be really cool. cool that'd be really cool yeah 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 so uh, that's really what we have today yep. um Next episode, we're going to do kind of a more 
researched uh, on really just kind of stick it to one topic. So, like, again, I was saying earlier, we're going to kind of flip-flop, and every other week we'll do movie news, um, especially because movies take a while to make, and yeah. with news doesn't happen very quickie. Quick, quick, quickie. <laughs> doesn't happen very quickie. <laughs> news never happens in a quickie. Okay. Nope, nope. <laughs> I mean, it can if, you, if you're in the newsroom, but I digress. <laughs> but yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. so we will do, we'll, that's kind of the new new format for us. Yeah, yeah. And uh, uh, we heard a lot, a lot of feedback. We're going to try to keep the episodes shorter. Yeah. Um, a little more uh, concise, a little more yeah. focused. Yeah, that first episode, I think, was just us getting to know us a little yeah. bit, you know. Yeah, and, so. and podcasts evolve over time just like, like everything, so yep. bear with us as we we figure this out and uh, and keep giving us feedback. We we really, I mean, we're doing this for us, but we're also doing it for you, yeah. the listener. And you know, that's something we want to be conscious of is mm-hmm. what you want and yeah, what people want to hear. Yeah, what so, we can give them. Thanks well, for listening. Thanks for listening. <laughs> bye bye. See you. <laughs>